0: hello everyone and welcome to this week's edition of the baseball talk radio show my name is rich and i'm gary hey gary how's
1: it going this week okay rich uh you know still quarantined here in new york and (laughs) as you are in uh, new jersey yeah but uh, jersey yeah doing the best we can to get
0: by Yes, we are. On this May 14th, 2020, we got some good news. Well, somewhat good news we'll talk about a little later in the broadcast. Possible baseball returning to a stadium near you. Possibly, Rich, but
1: uh, I don't know. I think there's a lot of obstacles they have to pass first. And we'll uh, we'll chat about
0: that. Yes, indeed. And uh, to open the show uh, this week, I thought we would fill a little time so to speak since the baseball world is kind of slow with news talk a little bit about uh, our podcast and you know maybe some of the equipment that we use and um you know for people that are interested in that i know we get a lot of uh, views on our one video that we did on a sports podcast and i was just listening this past week i always listen to a, a podcast from libsyn which is one of the largest uh podcast uh, aggregators out there uh, and they had an interesting thing to say about anchor they're they're always um, sort of bashing anchor a little bit if you want uh, to know the truth but I think you know as you heard on the intro of the show Gary and I both use it now we like it and it's it's a one-stop shop Gary for anybody that really wants to get into the podcasting game
1: yeah, it certainly is, Rich, and it, it, it's it's relatively simple to use. Um, I like Lipson a lot. I really did. I enjoyed it. I was on Lipson, as you know, for a number of years. I have no complaints. I recommend them to anybody. Um, part of the reason I switched was that I'm retired now. I'm on fixed income, and I was paying fifteen dollars a month for hosting fees and and to be honest with you you know $15 a month extra comes in handy when you're on a fixed income so I left for anchor I uh I put my show Mitch Musings on both for a while to see I didn't want to make any hasty decisions and uh decided to go with anchor and it's worked out fine so far I have no complaints um of you know, after I did it, the pandemic came and, and numbers dropped for everybody. Um, but uh, other than that, uh, no complaints at all. I has done a great job for me. And
0: uh, I, I, I can't say enough for it. Yeah, it's awesome. Um, and they also give you the opportunity to earn something uh, towards your podcast if you're uh, going to do a show. And you can get a following together. You can earn a few pennies here and there and uh, build your uh, podcast up a little bit. So that a couple of things we wanted to talk about before we uh, bring the baseball show into play here. Gary, I saw a nice new mixer, as a, as a matter of fact, um, that we might want to check out. Um, it's called the L8 by Zoom, and it's not the same Zoom that we're using here uh, on our <laughs> video portion of the show. But it's a different company named Zoom that make a nice product on that mixer. I'm wondering if you've seen it. It's called the L8. It's got a interface to it. I, I have seen that, Rich. Uh, Zoom that we're talking about
1: is a digital recording. They make uh, digital recorders, you'll see. If you watch in the locker rooms, you'll see a lot of guys that they'll be having. They have a Zoom. Uh, I have two of them. I have an H2N uh, handheld and uh, H4N, I think it is, and have used them in the past. Um, I, I have seen that mixer. I, I uh, have seen also seen another mixer that I like, uh, in particular, the Rode Procaster. Uh, but the Zoom is a great product. And, uh, uh, you know, anybody starting out, if they wanted to go with a Zoom, uh, believe me, you're not, you're not giving up any quality to good stuff. Uh, and uh, I really like my Zoom products, and, and I'm sure you would like it, too. What, what do you like Zoom. so much
0: about it, Rich? Uh, it's got... Some features that you would generally have to uh, add on to a podcast to make it more difficult. It's got about eight little buttons up on the one side that you can program for your opening music. Uh, Say you have a commercial you want to bring into a program or an interview or something like that. Mm -hmm. You can easily program them right into, uh, I believe it's about eight different buttons that they have up on top of the unit and it's specifically geared towards podcasting it has a separate um, type of uh, system where if you're going to record a guest on the phone you can simply plug your phone into this mixer on the top port and it's going to automatically mix minus and what that is is when you're talking through Either your webcam microphone or as Gary and I are, our regular microphones here going through the computer, uh, it prevents the person on the phone from hearing both sides and their own uh, responses coming back to them. So it's, it's just simple as plugging your phone into the port and it's going to do it all automatically for you. And if you've, and Gary and I have both probably spent an hour or two trying to figure out how to do that on a regular mixer that's worth a little bar of gold about a half an ounce of gold save you from from the uh the heartaches and trials and tribulations of trying to get that right because it does it automatically for you
1: it's the little things in life rich
0: <laughs> it's the little things that add up to be so big when you're when you're doing a podcast so Every once in a while, I figured it's it's good to um, to chat about podcasting, you know, for the people out there. I know there's a lot of listeners that like to listen to the banter about that. And if you do like our podcast all that much, I want to encourage you over to our Anchor site. It's anchor.fm forward slash baseball talk radio show into the browser there. From there, you can listen to all our programs. You can support the show by a little click box button in the center top of the web page there. And it's going to be a secure link to make either a dollar a month, two, three dollars a month, whatever you can afford comfortably to uh, support the program. Because as Gary says, it's not free to podcast. You know, a lot of people think, oh, they don't have a dime invested in it, so I'm not going to give them a dollar or a dime to uh, to rub together on it. But that's not true. So if you'd like to support the program, I wholeheartedly uh, invite you over to uh, Anchor.FM Baseball Talk Radio Show. That's the forward slash after the Anchor.FM. You can even send us a message if you have something you want us to talk about, something like that. Uh, and have the links to the shows where you can listen to us from. You know, Rich, that's that's
1: a good point. I mean, uh, you can start a podcast, do a podcast for literally nothing uh, nowadays. Not when we started. It co- still costed a little bit of money, but you can start it literally nothing if you have a computer, uh, either a headset with a, with a microphone or a USB, or, or even a cell phone you can start one now. Um, but you'll find like we did that as you get into it and you want to have guests and, and this this sort of thing uh, you have to put a little bit of money into it 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 it, it you know it can be done reasonably cheap but you're going to sp- eventually spend a couple hundred dollars if if nothing else uh, a good microphones about a hundred bucks you can get a good microphone a good mixer can be anywhere from a hundred to a to thousand you know uh, for podcasting you don't have to get into a crazy thing um, but but still you can get a decent one for a hundred bucks or something uh, pick a used one up for 40 or 50 um, but it it's always plan if you, if you ever decide to do a podcast plan for the future somewhere down the line, you want to have guests on plan for it now because you're going to uh, uh, learn a lot about things and if you start off with with some of the equipment now and I'm not saying you have to go whole hog but if you start off with some of it you'll learn how to use it as you go along for just yourself or if you have somebody in the studio Uh, with you and then when you do start doing the phone calls and something at least you'll have a little bit of knowledge part of the stuff and and i i shouldn't really talk for rich but i think that's part of the thing we learned on the fly i mean you know we had a guest on and and you know we're plugging phones in here and there and trying to see how it worked and and you know uh discovered different ways of doing things um and, uh, hopefully, uh, but we're all, we're still learning, right, Rich? I mean, uh, I yeah. still get, uh, a noise, a static once in a while with the audio. Can't figure out where it comes from. We got to rip things apart and go through all kinds of uh, gyrations to try to figure it out. Sometimes you fix it. Sometimes you can't. So sometimes we'll have great audio and sometimes it's not. Uh, but we yeah. try to get it as consistent and as good as possible every time so uh,
0: but we're always learning rich yeah it's always a work in progress and that's the good thing about it is you know over the years podcasting has become uh, an internet broadcasting i want to call it more than podcasting that's real old term back when there was ipods and they don't even make ipods anymore i don't think so <laughs> i think <laughs> I the real think so, term uh, should be internet broadcast now but we'll see over time if that that changes as well but yeah as you said gary it's always evolving new tools new uh, information and as a lot of us have already experienced if you're working from home you have to communicate with your office you have these zoom meetings you have you know you had the have a learning curve of this stuff so it's, it's keeps you interested if if this is something you want to do
1: yeah i mean if you think about it when we started rich we had skype that was it that was shaky uh then we have we had google hangouts for a while and they're still around but now it's a google duo or uh something with google uh but now there's so many. Now you got Zoom and and people are using these things and and it's so much easier with uh, uh, a thing like Zoom and and uh, the Cisco WebEx and and uh, it's even some audio Ooh. products out there um, that you yeah. told me about. Uh, so uh, yeah, it, it's getting easier for people to do this sort of thing. But uh, I don't know. I'm kind of jealous because when we started, we had to
0: fill our way right? around. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, now Google, of course, back into the the meeting. it's called Google Meeting. They're back into the uh, right. interface of uh, allowing meetings and not big on Google though they'll come out with something, Gary, and then six months from now you get used to it and you like it and oh we're going to end it in yeah. four months yeah. so
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: But you also have Microsoft from Microsoft teams if you have a co-host you want to correspond with or, If you don't, you can go right through the uh, Anchor.fm website. They've got a brilliant setup there, and uh, you can get your show on in just a few minutes. So uh, we're looking forward to hearing from you. Uh, Send us a message if you want us to talk about anything specifically. But, Gary, we've got a little bit of sun shining on the baseball world this week with some news.
1: Yes, the uh, owners have approved the proposal to uh, restart baseball in uh, July negotiations with the major League Players Association will begin on Tuesday or began on Tuesday I should say um, you know Rich I I, I get very I, I'm getting more pessimistic every day that we're gonna have a season and I'm I'm almost getting to the point that I believe they should have canceled the season completely I, I think. That this negotiation, and I could be wrong, but I think it's going to leave a bad taste in everybody's mouth. I think it's going to uh, tick off a lot of fans and nobody's going to come out of this a winner, uh, especially in Major League Baseball. Um, You know, some of the questions that they're going to have is this payment, how how are the players going to get paid? How many games are they going to play? I think they, a lot of them said they settled on 82 the owners. Um, and the safety measures, uh, that's going to be a big thing. I think the players are going to use push the safety measures because they don't like the payment plan. Uh, they talked about, uh, uh, revenue sharing and cutting salaries and whatnot and of course you know the union never goes for that kind of stuff and and uh, the agents don't like it or some of the agents scott boris came out of course and said that they should just reject this proposal um if they reject the proposal the players association they better have a good enough reason and i don't think the, I think the reason is going to be money, but they're going to use the safety excuse as a reason. And I don't think either one is going to float with the average fan. Uh, people want to see baseball. They're tired of, of and they're tired of millionaires complaining about money. They're not getting enough paid. And then, of course, the safety measures, uh, well, people are going to say, look, we can go stand online at Walmart and everything else. Why can't you go out and play a game of baseball? I don't think they're in a good position I, I just think that this negotiation it should have been done either quietly or not so much in the press and, and you know Manfred's big for negotiating in the press I think it could leave a, a bad taste in everybody's mouth and uh, you know and then throw in a universal DH for the one season I don't buy that I think this is the beginning. They're going to have it for the one season. The next season, they'll say, "Well, you know, it works so good. Why don't we just keep it?" And then before you know it, they've snuck it underneath quickly, and uh, and and uh, I don't know. And I think people are going to just not like it. I think it's going to be nasty. The negotiation. We'll see. I mean, it could go. It could go smoothly, but already players are saying uh, rejected for safety measures. And, and as soon as that starts, and, and then we didn't even get to the money yet. Uh, it's going to be tough.
0: Yeah, as you said, uh, a, a baseball already got a punch in the nose. Um, upon a day afterwards, after the meeting was disclosed that. Was a multi hour meeting between the Major League Baseball and the Players Association. And it addressed the complex issues facing the restart. I'm reading here from an ESPN article, um, about the specifically the pandemic didn't, as you said, did not go into, uh, money, which is a concern as well. Um, but they have to iron out first what the whole season may look like the number of games uh, it's a complicated issue to get solved in a short amount of time and neither side is probably um, in a rush to do it um, we heard from a few players as you said we heard from a superstar agent that automatically went out and said the player should re- reject it um but I, I'm not sure on what basis, you know, other than money that he was concerned with. But uh, there's so many issues involved in this. And As far as the, um, the designated hitter is concerned, uh, I think that is going to be necessary if both leagues meld together in these uh, revised uh, divisions that they're talking about, because probably would be easier to do it that way rather than force the American league to adopt to the national league rules. And as you said, I'm, I'm in favor for it just for this season. If it were to happen, I'm not really in favor for it, but I don't think we have a choice too right, much.
1: Right. Right.
0: But um, it, it's going to be tough. It, we already had Blake Snell come out and say that he's uh, diametrically opposed to a uh, re- Reducing his salary, number one, and especially because the risk of contracting the coronavirus is, quote unquote, in his words, just not worth it. So he made those comments on one of his video game broadcasts, and maybe he wishes he doesn't didn't do that now because he's really the only player out there with a um, 15 minute uh explanation on why he doesn't want to play baseball but it may go deeper than that there might be other players that have concerns um here's a quote from a bro i'm risking my life snell said what do you mean it shouldn't be a thing it should be a hundred percent be a thing if i'm going to play i should be getting the money i signed up to be getting paid i should not be getting half of what i'm getting paid because the season's cut in half on top of a 33% cut of the half that's already there, I'm assuming he's referring to taxes. So I'm really getting like 25%. So <laughs> Blake Snell has done the math. Uh, he doesn't like what he sees, and uh, it'll be interesting to see uh, what comes of this. But you're also the contract is also based on a
1: 162-game season and. If you're only playing 82 games, why should you be getting paid for a 162 game season? I mean, you can, there's that argument as well. Um, True. I don't know. I just think that they probably would have been better off canceling the season in the beginning and, and just, just forgotten about it. Cause as they say, I think this is going to get nasty. The players are going to want this, 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 and that. And then the fans, you know, it's always the fan that gets hurt in the end. And, uh, you know, fans are getting disgusted now, and, and they get pissed off with uh, uh, millionaire owners and, and billionaire owners and millionaire players, and they're crying about this, that, and the other thing. And, and uh, you know, I, I get the safety, but is he really risking his life? I mean, look at the percentile rate of, of this, this uh pandemic we have twice as many people dying of the flu and we don't close the damn thing down for that um but that's uh, yeah, that's for that, another that's show number, that- <laughs> and
0: that's a number that i i really never thought about never even entered into my mind to to uh to think about that we may have read it in a in a newspaper or online somewhere but now we can really see that the devastation that the flu does on this country on a yearly basis, and yet there's nothing we do about it. Um,
1: we don't. Again, this is probably for another show, but we don't even know if the numbers are are true with this virus. Uh, I heard somebody from Illinois, the uh, health commission, is saying, "Well, if somebody came into the hospital." And uh, if they were in hospice and they came into the hospital and they had like days to live and then they test them and they had the COVID, then they're putting it down as a COVID desk. Well, what, what about the other thing that they only had days to live with a bad heart or a, a cancer of some sort and then you're going to put it as a COVID death? So we don't even know how accurate the numbers are. We could be off by 20% or 25% um again that's probably for another show that maybe we should start another podcast completely out of baseball (laughs) to discuss this stuff um but um i there's just so much that they 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 can't control and i mean look they're talking about the All Star Game is supposed to be in L A. this year. Well, L A. is going to be shut down to what August now? I think the the mayor said he's shutting it down for three more months. So how are the Dodgers and Angels going to play there? California is still shut down. The governor. How are the the Padres and the Giants? So you got four, four or five teams out there that that are not going to be allowed to play, even play probably in their home fields. Um, I just don't get the sense behind it at this point. and And I'm concerned that it is going to, you know, had they made the clean break in March when every with, with all of this started, and they said, look, we're not playing this year, we'll negotiate your contracts and all of this stuff, then I think they'd be a lot better off because they could do that quietly. Now, the pressure's on them to get back into to play. And and these negotiations are going to be out there. So anything that's out there is not going to... I don't think it's going to be good. Hopefully it is good. It goes smoothly. I don't think it's going to... It never goes smoothly when they're negotiating. Uh, very, very rarely. And I, I and Manfred doesn't strike me as Mr. Smooth with the negotiations. League had it down when he, he got different concessions and gave different concessions and and uh had labor peace for 20 years i i don't think yeah. manfred's like that he wants to start a pot and get things done and and uh
0: uh i think he's gonna have a lot of problems in yeah, my opinion and it says and here it says in an article uh, rob manfred it says that of MLB revenue is tied to the gate, including concessions, parking, ballpark advertising, luxury suites, and programs. So you don't have uh, attendees. You don't have uh, people paying a price to get into the ballpark. And now all of a sudden, that revenue is going to go down. Uh, The players' salaries are huge, as you said in the beginning of the show. Uh, They're not playing the full season. Uh, the, the 50-50 split they're talking about is of revenue from regular season and post season. So, you know, depending on uh, right now, there's still a large portion of the population, as you said, that is locked down. Uh, stay-at-home orders mm-hmm. still apply. New York, New Jersey, California, three of the biggest co- uh, areas in the country are still under lockdown. That could change by July, but there could be a big revenue source coming into MLB. These uh, networks and things and online will pay a, a decent price, I believe, to to broadcast these games. So I don't think the players should be as interested in how much they're going to get paid because this is going to be an asterisk season anyway. Um, you know, play this season, get on the field. I know the second And most probably primary concern they should have is their own health safety. You know, they are professional athletes, but as we've seen, this virus knows no bounds on, you know, who it attacks, Mm. mainly the elderly, but not always. So the players do have a legitimate concern with their health issues. I feel Uh, that's primary. The money can come later, I think. And I think they'll be okay for a half a season. As you said, Gary, I don't think most people have sympathy <laughs> for people that are watching guys play uh, and getting paid millions for it. Um, and now they're going to take a reduced salary. I know a lot don't make millions either, but they're still playing a game and getting paid for it. They're professional athletes. Um It would be a huge mistake on both sides to not play this year, and especially over money. I can see health. If health is the primary concern with the players and they voted down because of that, then the season folds up and we do it again in 2021. That's the way it has to go down. Money cannot play an issue in this, or the fans may desert this game as they did in 94.
1: Well, I think even with the health issue, they're going to have a, a problem because a lot of a lot of people are going to say, "Then wear masks or, or uh, you know, um, we have to go to work. We we're going to work, and and uh, we're out there. Police, firemen are out there, and uh, you guys can't go out and play a game where you don't have to. You know, you there can be some distance." Um, I don't know. I think the safety issue is going to be tough. It's going to be tough, and I get it. The locker room, everybody's closed in there, and everything like that, the travel and all of that. But there are ways that they were going to uh, uh, surround around that too. But um, I don't know. I just I, I I get pessimistic every day that they're going to play it or uh, a and and b whether it's even going to be worth it. Um. Because if you start getting guys saying I'm not gonna I'm gonna sit out the year I'm not gonna play, uh, it just it's gonna make a lot of issues and uh, add on the fact that they want to contract minor league baseball, which is another thing that uh, the, God can not only figure out why they want to do that. If you're trying to grow a game, why are you contracting it? It's they're trying to make more money for the owners, and I think Manfred. That's all he's interested in is making more money for the owners, so he can hang on to his job. And um, I think it's at the detriment of the game. And uh, but you know that that's another issue that that they're gonna uh, uh, contract these minor league teams, and and now they they've almost agreed to it and. They've got another wacky plan going, uh, now all of a sudden, the, uh, for instance, the Brooklyn Cyclones going to be in the South Atlantic League. Now, I, I, I don't understand that. They're going to be playing with all these teams in Georgia and, and uh, Carolina and everything, and then you've got a Brooklyn. I mean, it doesn't make a lot of sense, but... Uh, you know, it, it's it's so messed. There's so much messed up in the game of baseball right now that, uh, you know, they should have took one headache at a time. Uh, if they wanted to do this contraction, that's fine. But then cancel the season, work through the contraction and work through how you're going to take care of the players this year uh, and then go next year. Uh, but to have all of this together in one mishmash and, it just, uh, and then they, they put the draft down to five rounds to save money. It just it doesn't look good. It's not a good photo op or whatever you want to call it. It just doesn't look good for the game, and I think it's going to leave a lot of people angry.
0: Yeah. But, you know, with this time and the situation that everybody's going through, I agree with the... The minor leagues, but that was something that started well before all this virus yeah, yeah. came into play. So that was a ball that was rolling by itself uh, on its own before any of this virus really reared up its ugly head. Uh, but as you said, you know, fans don't understand somebody and I, I don't really care how much you make. I'm back to work, as I told our listeners last week. I wasn't in favor of it right away because, yeah, I'm still concerned over my health. I'm concerned over my safety. Exactly. I'm concerned over the people that I work with safety. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's always going to be there because nothing has changed with the pandemic. And I'm sure that's going to be primary on the minds of of the players when they start melding together again. They've been locked down just as we have, uh, although some of the states have reopened now. So maybe they're assimilating into some sort of a a new uh, role and going out of the house, going places, doing this, doing that. But when you start back up again, it's like, oh, wow, we're still in this pandemic. I've got a mask on. Uh, I can't touch this. I can't touch my my face. You know, uh, baseball, you got people spitting. And I just read something online (laughs) that they would outlaw that. But it's it's one of those things that's a natural it's going to be harder to stop than, <laughs>
1: yeah, than you
0: think. Exactly. How to protect the catcher. It's another article I was just uh, perusing. You know, you got a catcher right behind multiple batters. They're constantly breathing in that area. It's going to be tough. I'm telling you, I'm, I'm reading a fan on Twitter right now after uh, Blake Snell. It's cannot imagine how many fans you've lost over your greed. 25 million people out of work, and it ain't worth it for you to come back and throw a baseball for four months for millions of dollars. So that's the kind of comeback Blake Snell is going to f- face. And he, he may have tarnished his whole career by going out and saying these things in public. Fine if he thinks about it, but to go out and put yourself as the poster child, you, you have uh, you have to walk the walk and talk the talk now.
1: Yeah, I mean, Altuve went out there and said to reject it, but he said to reject it on safety. It's not safe. Uh, right. And, of course, uh, Chapman answered him by saying, I got a 95-mile-per-hour saw- uh, fastball with your name on it that's not going to be safe for you or something, something like that <laughs> kidding around. But the point is, at least he came out with that argument. He didn't. He was smart enough not to come out with the money argument. The money argument is not a good argument for the players at this point in time, um, because it's it's to me. I know everybody hates the owners, the billionaire owners, and everything, but it is easier to make an argument for them and say, you know, they have to try to cut the salary because they don't have the income coming in um it's just like somebody at home if you're home quarantined now can you go buy a new car no because you're not having a salary coming in you can't afford it right now unless you're wealthy um and i'm sorry i didn't mean to you know pick on you rich with the new car but (laughs) just, just an example um but you know what I mean. It, it's just you—you you, you can't do it. And then here they want this—the the, the uh, players want the whole salary. It's it's just. Uh, it, I think Snell made himself look bad. He's going to have a lot of enemies now, and he brought it all on himself. He can't blame anybody. It was his big mouth saying this, and uh, I I I I just I just feel like. You know, maybe it was a whole big mistake that when they stopped the season, they should have just canceled it. And but I guess they figured everybody figured this would be up in ninety days or twenty days or thirty days. It'll all be taken care of and cleaned up, and and, uh, and it's gone on longer than that. Whether it needed to or uh, we're still feeding into it by uh, uh, certain uh, parts of society. But uh, I don't know. It's just it, it doesn't seem feasible at this time. We all want the game to come back, but they're going to shoot themselves in the foot. I, I have a feeling, and, and that's not going to be good either.
0: Yeah, well, send us your comments in. Uh, you can send them to Gary at Gary at BaseballTalkRadio.com can send them in to me at rich at baseballtalkradio.com. that's our address or you can go right up to our anchor.fm site anchor.fm forward slash baseball talk radio show there's a little message button there you can click that type right into it and send us um, via that way as well Gary I think you're right the comments are coming in uh, monitoring them here on twitter Um, How sad, this one guy says, how sad and selfish of Blake Snell. Everyone is hurting financially. Baseball resuming would help America. I get not wanting to risk your life, that's fine, but using it as an excuse because the MLB won't pay you for canceled games, and then I can't repeat... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the next line because we're still a family show here
1: yeah uh I, I think we can use our imagination for that and and this is what's going to happen and it's going to happen when he goes through stadium whether he pitches this year if he sits out or next year forget it next year if he sits out the year forget it what's going to happen when he comes back i mean they'll be all over him um you know, sometimes discretion is the better part of value. You just got to keep your mouth shut, and and swallow it, and let your association, your your union, take care of it, and let them argue it out and work it out, and and tell your union leaders or your uh, shop stewards or whatever they call them in that uh, in that uh, particular union there that that you know I'm not happy with this, but don't go on Twitter. You know, it's a funny thing, Rich. This new social media, these guys are very good at using it, and and they they enjoy it and everything, and that's terrific. But you still got to be careful with it, because what you say, you know, we used to tell my daughter this, when you say something at 18 or 17 or 15, it could come back to haunt you 10, 12 years later, depending upon whatever you're looking for in a job or whatever, you know, if you're going uh, uh, to the FBI or something like that, they, they, they'll they go back and they'll look and they'll see you said something um, maybe that doesn't agree with them or whatever. Uh, and the same thing yeah. with ball players. people are going to find that stuff and they're going to, and you know what people do now is they see it and they copy it right away and then Somebody goes and deletes it, and then they say, yeah, "But I, I've got it here. I copied it. You said that." So, it's it's
0: social media is great, but it's tough also. Yeah, and again, he said it during a video game broadcast on a, a channel called Twitch TV, where you know, to his credit, he's probably one of the most social people. That is on that network and he talks and communicates back and forth to his fans. So in watching him over the last few months on the, um, cause he won the whole, uh, players league in MLB, the show. He's a very nice person, very, um, you know, fan friendly to his group of people that, that tune in and watch him. So I, I myself am not going to hold that against him at all. I sort of get what he means. He's a younger guy. He's got a big contract. All of a sudden he wants to get paid. And I don't think it's sort of a greedy thing on his part. It's almost like anybody that's going to return back to work who's been making a lot of money on unemployment, for example, a lot of people are making more on unemployment than they ever made on a job. So <laughs> yeah. they don't want that gravy train to end a lot of people. They don't want to go back and, want to go back. and uh, <laughs> sell clothes at you know, wherever or uh, pour coffee for people for for half the amount or less. You know, put yourself into his shoes in relation to that. I know he's talking millions and other people are talking a couple thousand, but. I don't hold nothing against him for the, any of these comments. That's just me. I understand what he means. And he did throw the health thing in there, which is primary. And we'll have to see as what happens with this guy, as you said, I'm as each day goes by, I think we're on sort of a same wavelength. I'm I'm sort of getting the feeling that we may not see baseball this year.
1: I get pessimistic by the day. And, only because when these you know they, they talked about the negotiations and they went, uh, you know the union doesn't seem willing to take pay cuts now uh, you know I just can't see them caving in and I can't see the owners caving in and I, I can't I can't blame either side theoretically, Um, but I think if you're a player, you have to look at it that, uh, and this argument could be made for both sides. If you're a player, you could say, I only got a short period of time, I I, I need to play, and then the the flip of that is that the the player can also say, and that's why I have a short period of time, that's why I have to make my full salary. Um, But I, I think you have to realize sometimes that you are in an entertainment business, and um, people want to be entertained, and, and they find other entertainments, and uh, it can happen very quickly. And then what happens? Then then the gravy train runs dry. Yeah, you're going to get your salary, but what about the guy three years from now? He's not going to get that money, because it's not going to be there. The money's not just not going to be there, and... And, again, I, I don't want to be the guy that steps up for the owners all the time. But, the you know, somebody said, well, what are the owners that got billions in? But the owners are the ones that put their money up. I don't see a player never came in and said, here, here's a million bucks or two million bucks or three million bucks. Go get this guy. Very rarely do you see somebody rearrange their contracts so they can get another player. I You know, it's it's the owners that bought the team that put the investment in certain in instances in the stadium that that have, they have to still pay their front office people and certain people that work in, in the stadium um, and, and they're not getting nearly the same amount of money as these players so I, I understand it's a safety issue but these guys are all in great shape they're supposedly in good health all the data shows that the age ranges of players are not that affected that much. Uh, you know, I, I, I think they have to do some hard, long thinking. And, uh, you know, if they decide they don't want to play because of safety, that's fine. But don't make it about the money. Don't Then keep the money out of it. Just say the safety measures aren't good enough. We don't feel comfortable. And, and, you know, think it should be canceled. Don't And don't bring the money in because that's when the fans get ticked off.
0: Yeah, and they don't understand everything as well as, you know, somebody that's playing the game, owners and management, of course. But, you know, they'll go out on a, a side. And as you said, they could pick the side of going away from baseball, uh, getting away from the game. And as you said, there's still hurdles to overcome. California apparently closed. You have Arizona and Florida, though, that are welcoming the teams to come down there. I think that might be the best decision that they can make is take one side of the country to Arizona, take the other side to Florida, play as many games as you can, call it a season, put asterisks next to it, And at least we had some baseball to to expect the whole country to be open uh, in time for this, I think, is a stretch to expect fans to show up, I think, is a stretch at this point. And uh, I think they should go with the, the best way that's not going to upset the apple cart. And in my eyes, it would be holding it in two different states, Arizona and Florida. Call it a day. It's going to be over in a few months, uh, 80 games. It's going to be a race to the finish. It's just going to be something to occupy our our, our time and for the players. They'll be able to play. But, Gary, we'll see what happens with this. But as you said, uh, I'm very pessimistic at this point. Negotiations are underway. And something else that happened,
1: uh, Rich, this week, which which is a, this was a little surprising, too. I don't know if you saw this. The 5th World Baseball Classic, which had been set to take place in March of 2021, has been canceled due to the COVID-19 pandemic and will not be played. It will be pushed back to March 2023, pending the approval of the tournament board, and that comes from a tweet from Joel Sherman of the New York Post. So they already canceled the World Baseball Classic for next March and waiting two more years to play it. I I mean, that's really pushing things out there.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And that says something of the global reach of this pandemic. It's not something that just happened in America. It happened all over the world. It's something that hasn't happened probably since 1918 with the Spanish flu uh, pandemic that we've known about anyway. Um, so it's been a world issue. It's it's a big event. It's not something that just went away like uh SARS did, even though it's a adjunct of the, the SARS virus. SARS never got underway. It got squashed quick. This has been a different subject, it's been a different uh, pandemic on its own, and uh people are still dying and they're going to continue to die at a faster rate now that everything's open again as part of this herd um, you know immunity type of thing it, that's part of it <laughs> you're you're not going to get away from it unfortunately and the key for the next several months for our listeners and, and us gary is to try to stay as healthy as healthy as we can with our masks keep washing the hands uh stay safe and and survive it it's a met we need to survive that's bottom line and listen to podcasts (laughs) and yeah there's a big drop in podcasts and i know why people listen on the way to and from work they're not going to work maybe they're at home they they don't want to listen to a podcast at home they've been doing other things with the family uh surviving you know like Mm -hmm. uh a lot of people aren't happy to be home there <laughs> and talking with a few people that I have since I've been out of the house. Now, it's been a struggle for a lot of people. A lot of people are going to end up in a divorce over this pandemic. You know, husband and wives have been together under the same roof for several months. You know, that doesn't happen normally. So um, it, it's been a question of survival for a lot of people and a lot of people busting out of states that are open they can't wait to get back to a quote-unquote normal life but we're not ready for that yet but it's going to take more people with it unfortunately gary and i know we're baseball talk but uh we're still in a a mode of survival in my opinion
1: well and it's it's a thing that's excuse me that is affecting all of us and you know, it's, it's something that everybody has to talk about nowadays. Yep, yeah,
0: that's for sure. And uh, talk about it. We like to. And uh, we hope you enjoyed this podcast. Check us out every week. Subscribe to our show if you're at Google Podcast or Apple Podcast, uh, as they call themselves now. Please hit the subscribe button. You'll get our show updated each week and available to listen to. Gary, once again, it's been a great show, and always looking forward to the next one. Me
1: too, Rich. It's uh, the highlight of the week. It's always a pleasure to talk with you.